Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. host Diana Crash and today I am joined by a very special guest co-host Lisa Raja of Vertosa. She is the chief of staff of Vertosa. How are you doing today Lisa? I'm good. It's Monday, you know, just getting back. Um the work week's always crazy. Monday's always the craziest, but good. I can't complain. I had a restful weekend. Yeah, that's good. Restful's always nice. <laughs> Yeah, for a change. For a change. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to do start this episode as we do every episode uh, with our reoccurring segment, Fave Pot, Fave Not Pot, where we talk about our favorite cannabis-related item at the moment and our favorite non-cannabis-related item. So I am going to start. Um, my fave cannabis-related item, I think you might know a little bit about it, Lisa, um, it's Quim's Happy Clam Oil, and um, we recently had Kaya Nystrom on uh, the podcast a couple of episodes ago, um, and she talked about the importance of vaginal health, and this product really goes a long way um, in that department. I've been using it for a couple of weeks now. Well, not a full couple of weeks. It's like going on a couple of weeks, and... Um, I love it. I, I think I, I don't even know how to describe the difference, but I have endometriosis, so it, it helps with pain. I can tell you that right off the bat. Um, and it's just really great. It's it's not messy. The formula, it smells nice. It's lightweight and um, it absorbs quickly. So I don't know what else you can say <laughs> about a product in that department. Maybe you can add something to it. But um, before we do that, do you want to talk about what your fave pot item is at the moment? Yes. Um, so I have been drinking Mad Lily, specifically the um, mango passion fruit, mm. um, which is absolutely delicious. And I think if I'm correct, it's only 50 calories, but it tastes like it's a, there's a lot of calories in there, but that <laughs> does not. Um, and it's a really good blend of CBD and THC. Um, it's fantastic. And now that it's like spring, summer and all that like passion fruit mango. And I just got back from vacation. So all that tropical stuff, it's yum. I, I recommend <laughs> it to, to everyone. <laughs> that sounds um, delicious. And I don't know if it's available in Maryland, but I'm going to look into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so my fave not pot is uh, creative playgrounds because I have a toddler and let me tell you, playgrounds have come a long way since I was little I mean that was like a hundred years ago but <laughs> like they are these adventures now they're like truly adventures so if you you know need something to do to entertain a small tiny human it's the perfect thing to do right now that the weather's getting better it's like I I couldn't be happier for these things because <laughs> we have quite a few in the area and um, they are amazing I mean it's just like hours of fun you know uh, they even have a trail nearby that goes, they have like 
outdoor playstations you know uh wow. on the trail you know they have like like a tire swing um area and like a rope maze and a tire maze i mean just like all kinds of fun things that i never could have thought of when i was younger because they didn't have them available so that's what i'm yeah. that's what my favorite thing is right now <laughs> that's awesome what's your fave not pot so I think I was supposed to come with one, but I have two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and the second one was partly driven by us talking about talking about topicals and whatnot. And um, so I'll share that in a second. But my first one, I'm over 40. I'm I'm 45 to be exact. And sleep has become really cumbersome. Mm-hmm. I like for most of last year, I literally could not sleep. And I'm a heater normally, but I was so hot that you know, between like one and four a.m. I was just kicking the covers on and off and on and off. I'm sweating, then I'm cold and I'm sweating that I'm cold and actually it was our CEO that had recommended a chili pad mm-hmm. and it's like a thin mattress it goes underneath your fitted sheet <clears throat> it's paper thin and essentially it hooks up to this cooling system that runs cold water um, through it the whole night and I have never slept as well as I do now on the chili pad my body temperature stays the same the whole time it is a game changer. And in fact, you can use it to heat the bed as well, but I've only ever used it on cold through the winter, through the summer. Um, it is incredible. I recommend it to everyone, male or female. That's 40, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I need to look into that. Um, because I'm definitely one of those people that gets hot when I sleep. So that's awesome. it, game changer. Game changer. Oh, wow. Um, and my second one is the solar wave. It's a wand and it comes in different colors. I bought the rose gold one. Um, that you use on your face. So if you put a serum or an oil or cream or whatever you use um, after you've washed your face, it heats and it uh, vibrates and it's red light. Um, it, it emits a red light and Ooh. you use it in different, um, you know, like massaging patterns on your face. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it does anything or not. I feel like it is, but you feel like it's doing something. And so I go to bed and I just, I feel very special and pampered. And then I fall asleep in my cool bed and sleep is great now. <laughs> you have like a whole spa experience. Oh, exactly. I need to look into that. That's I'm like, I, I'm about to type it like as you're talking, <laughs> like I need to look this up. What's it called again? <laughs> Solo wave. Solo wave. Awesome. Yeah. And then the chili pad. Ooh. All right. That's amazing. Your yours were better than mine. <laughs> okay. Your <laughs> fave not pot was really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about uh, the many different aspects of uh, topicals and, and wellness products and, and infusing them. There are many things about infused wellness products that the general public may not know. For example, Transdermals and topicals are not the same things, but I see them conflated often. Um, So transdermal formulations are designed to penetrate through the skin layer and exert their effects on deeper or more distant tissues. And topical compounds only minimally penetrate the skin layer, which is its designed intent. and I'm not, I didn't just come up with that. I just got that off the internet. <laughs> I have that information in my brain somewhere, but I cannot let it come out like that without <laughs> some guidance. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, I've slipped up in conversation myself and I have a background in cosmetology. I worked in it for the better part of a decade. Um, 
what aspect of topicals do you think is under underrepresented um, in, in the discussion, like the current discussion about cannabis wellness products? Well, um, to your point first, you're totally right on the, on the topical versus transdermal and that one is um, more on the skin and mm -hmm. local and the other one, um, transdermal basically penetrates into the bloodstream and topicals or transdermals can be found in um, a variety of um, products like creams or ointments, liquids, you know, patches. I even hear that I haven't used them, but the body, the bath bombs are supposed to be life-changing as well. Um, I don't, I wouldn't really say that I think something's being underrepresented. I think there's so much curiosity out there right now. People are trying to infuse all types of products um, to see if the benefits of the cannabinoids um, can meet their products and, and then that can go out to the consumers in the end. Um, so I don't think there's anything missing. I think there's just a lot of curiosity in people trying in, in all different types of products. I mean, I hear things even down to deodorant. Um, now it's like I'm hearing things of CBD and toothpaste and so there's, there's a lot of different products out there. Oh, yeah. Trying it out. <laughs> That's true. What would you say is a common misunderstanding about the process of infusing cannabis wellness products? Well, um, there's, there's a few things that come to mind. Um, first of all, it's not just about pouring distillate, um, just straight oil into a product and mixing it up, right? Mm -hmm. um, I've seen so many products that have discoloration or bubbles, you know, separation where it's like one color on the bottom and um, it's murky or something on top. Um, you know, and now I'm being part of the Vertosa team. We've put a lot of time into stability and onset and bioavailability. So when I see something that's like kind of funky or, or it looks murky, it makes me cringe. Um, but the reality is there's just, there's not enough testing to know the effects of all the cannabinoids, you know, largely because there's really not much federal guidance here, um, specifically around CBD. And we know it does things like, you know, reducing inflammation, redness and stress of the skin it helps mm -hmm. with like rosacea and acne. Um, and then there's all the like fun minor cannabinoids like CBG that's antibacterial, um, CBN, which can help with sleep. And if I were making a night cream or a serum, I'd put that in there. But the reality is there's just not enough studies um, to see how efficacious these cannabinoids are. So I think there's just a lot of mystery in general. People are trying, but no one really knows what's happening. But I think the thing that's the most tricky is dosing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you um, like, if you like gummies or brownies or or whatever your um, whatever you'd like to ingest, um, I'm a, I love those Kiva Petra mints. But you know, and I I like microdosing. So for me, two and a half milligrams through and through, I know what it's going to do. Um, and for those that for those that like ten milligrams or higher, you know what the effect is on your body. Mm -hmm. But the thing with topicals is does anyone really know what 10 milligrams versus hundred milligrams does on the skin? Right. We actually don't. And there's not, again, there's just not enough testing or results to say, Hey, if you know, you might have um, extreme reduction in redness, if you go to like 200 milligrams of CBD or, or any other minor cannabinoid for that matter, there's just, we don't know. And I think that that's the part that's the most confusing and tricky right now. Yes, absolutely. I mean, even trying to make something at home with essential oils, I'm always like, how do you know this is even <laughs> the right amount, you know, just trying to mix something together for my face or something like that, you know? It's true. I mean, you know, I, I also, um, it's great to hear that you, you as well. I've been making creams and oils for years. Um, mm -hmm. I've tested things myself um, pre-Vertosa, not knowing much. And then I've even used products that are out there that are like super fancy and feel super luxe, but I'm like, I don't 
know if anything happened yet. Right. <laughs> I think it did. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was, when I worked in the salons, I, it would be the bane of my manager's existence because I would always go for the, the more affordable things that work better, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you don't need to spend all of that money and you need to pay attention to what is in the products. And exactly. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying you have to be a scientist, but like have a general understanding. It can take you a long way, especially with wellness products and topicals, because like you said, there's so much hit or miss. And if you have sensitive skin, like I do, I used to think I was allergic to topical hemp for a very long time, uh, like in my teen years and early adult years, because I used the wrong products and they were making my skin break out. So, yeah. So a lot of times it's the other ingredients that are irritating your skin, right? It's not, it's not the, not, it's not necessarily the, uh, the cannabis. Right, exactly. And I don't even think they had real hemp in there. You know, I think it was, this is like way <laughs> before people were talking about full spectrum and, um, you know, the whole plant. So, uh, yeah, it was the body shop anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no mention, but you know. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, you did mention bioavailability earlier. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like what is the role of bioavailability in cannabis wellness products? Yeah. Um, so here's the thing, uh, size matters, mm -hmm. particle size matters. Um, you know, for example, if you eat a gummy or an edible um, and the particle size of whatever you're consuming is large, then your body basically has to break it down and metabolize it, right? It runs through your liver and whatnot. And only then do you feel the effects. So sometimes you eat a gummy or a brownie and it takes you an hour and a half or an hour before you feel the effects of it. Now, if you eat or ingest something with much smaller particle size, like a, a micro particle, then you absorb it into your bloodstream very quickly. So onset is very quickly. Um, so the bioavailability bio is faster. And the same thing um, in theory would apply to the skin, right? If, if, if the oil particles are big, then it would sit on top of your skin as opposed to if the particle size was smaller or a micro particle that would then uh, penetrate into your skin deeper. Um, you know, we are one of the only companies, our emulsion providers that has done PK studies that shows bioavailability of our emulsions. And most companies will just use, or most people that are developing products will just use a straight distillate. Um, and because if there's a natural emulsification that happens when you make a topical, I think people just assume, oh, we're going to emulsify it anyway. So it's, it's fine. But the reality is when we compare just straight distillate to our emulsification process, we could actually see in true results that the retention of our emulsion system does sink deeper into the skin. Mm -hmm. And in fact, you know, we, we were a leader in that area in comparison to our competitors. So I think that's a very, you know, important thing to note that, that the size of it matters and that's how you, um, how bioavailability can be uh, made faster. That's amazing. Uh, so to that point, um, and I spoke about a little bit earlier, Kyo Nystrom was on the show and she talked about the lengthy and complex process of developing her product line with the help of Vertosa. Um, can you speak to any learning experiences that came from that or um, anything yes. that was a takeaway? Well, you know, we um, love Kyo and Rachel, both of them. Um, and, you know, as a company, we are not a one-size-fits-all company. I think it's something that we've always prided ourselves on. And we really believe in helping our clients to get the results um, and the experience that they want, whether that's something that you're drinking, eating, or putting on your skin. And in this case, um, 
you know, we did a custom creation with them. And my, our understanding is that we, we made a product without vitamin E as that's much more healthy for, um, for the vagina in general. Mm-hmm. So sort of going to that, um, you know, um, trial and error period and formulating with them so that we got the best product that was the healthiest for a woman's body. Um, you know, that was, that was part of the journey with them. And I think in the end, we came out with a really good product. I would agree. <laughs> it's a yeah. really great product. I mean, out of all of the uh, related items I've used over the you know past few years, I, I can tell what you're talking about is applied to the product. You know, it's, it's really great. I mean, the consistency, you can tell it's like <laughs> exactly what you were saying in the scientific ways. <laughs> That yeah. I can't say because yeah. <laughs> it works. It works well. <laughs> no, they've, they've, they've developed excellent products. I mean, you can, they, they really care. They understand um, the female body and what the right things are. And, you know, it was a really great process to go through with them to develop, to develop these products. Right. We, we were even talking about uh, the process of making it latex friendly and how interesting that was uh, because you don't see that often in um, the CBD topicals. I, I mean, at least I haven't. So no, I haven't either. I, I, I think you're, you're spot on. So what do you find to be the most interesting part of infusing cannabis products? You know, there's, I think that I, I always call the, cannabis in general it's the wild wild west right now right Mm -hmm. and and in every category there's so much to be learned um and i think the thing that's most interesting right now is there are so many cannabinoids minor cannabinoids terpenes and whatnot and the mixing of all these can create really incredible experiences and we just don't know what all those are so part of the fun and the journey with our clients is that you know like i said we we really want to help them develop the experience that they want to give their end customer. And so in that, there's so much learning that happens. And, you know, a lot of it's guided by us, a lot of it's guided by them, but coming up with the right ratios and the right mix of cannabinoids to create really incredible products is, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's fun and there's so much to learn from it. And I think there's great products that are coming out of it subsequently. I agree. I think it sounds like a lot of fun, even if you don't know how to talk about it properly. <laughs> I can write about it. I have to do edits and checking and put, you know, and like I said, the information's there, but I'm not one of those people that's really great at translating the information from my brain and and out loud. (laughs) Same here. And I I highly believe in the University of Google and the University of YouTube. Um, Right. Exactly. But but it's trial and error, right? Like, as I said, I, I, I make creams and oils in my free time and, um, I love to mix things. Sometimes just the aroma of, of certain terpenes um, gives you a certain feeling. And, um, you know, there's, there's, there's so many different things to mix. I keep dreaming about making CBN cream. I haven't done it yet, but that's my next thing to make. I'd like to make something that goes around the eyes that has CBN in it or just a night cream. Um, I would love But that. yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I just love like CBN. Lavender. I can't wait to see what happens with CBN and CBG and all of it. Um, and especially with the topicals, I mean, just in the last five years, the journey I've seen, you know, it's incredible what is available right now. So, you know, it is really exciting on that side of things. And I'm, I'm just so glad that we have people like you who can explain it (laughs) and, (laughs) and let us know the differences because, you know, I, I see it all too often. People try one or two products and they have a bad experience and that's it. They're done, you know? 
Um, so yeah. it's really good to have like people like you around who can explain why why we need to keep trying and and the importance of the trial and error. And I mean, aside from this being a newer industry on the legal side of things, it's like there's there's so much to learn still. So um, most definitely, yeah. I mean, we we generally, you know, science first, or I, this, these are my words. I, I really believe that we, as a company, run with the science first mentality. And there's because there's so much to learn. You know, we we're constantly testing. You know, within our um, at work on our own to see to, to learn things so that we can better inform our clients. And then again, go, going to do those tests that are done by clinics just to make sure that we're we're sharing the right information that we're educating the industry at large. I think so much of it's just everyone's learning and, you know, products are going to improve as, as time goes on and more and more of that learning shared. We're, we're very, um, we also pride ourselves on sharing that knowledge so that we grow as an industry because the, the cannabis community for us is like, it's all the players in the community, not just any, you know, not just us or someone else. It's all of us together. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot to be learned, but it's a really exciting time to see all the different cool products that are coming out. And yeah, and it's and important, science. it's important to put science first, not to cut you off, but I mean, I do see that also as a way of Vertosa standing apart from the rest because, um, you, you have to address all of it. You know, it's, it's so unknown. You can't just make you know, grandiose claims. I mean, we're not allowed to, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. but you, you know, I also see people being like, this can do this, this, and this, and this. And it's like, well, but can it, and <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and you, we need to have those discussions a lot. And I think it's, most that's why you need to have all that testing. Most definitely. I mean, I think there's, you know, I'd like to think that people go into making products with um, the right mentality and with the clean heart and they want to make products that are going to help their end customers. And, but sometimes you just don't know, you know, even down to the receptacle that you put the um, product in, right. Mm -hmm. the, the liner of the plastic jar or, or what have you, whatever you're using might, um, the, the cannabinoid might be leached into the receptacle. No, who's going to know that, right. right. It's, it's now testing and, and us, you know, we're, we're looking to that too for our clients so that we give them the best experience so that they can pass that on to their, to their own clients. Anyway, there's lots to learn. Oh yeah. <laughs> but just on. to touch on that really quickly. I mean, that is something people don't think about, like even mixing up essential oils, you have to mix them in certain types of containers, right? Or else yes. the efficacy, eff I can't talk today. Um, <laughs> the effectiveness of it won't be as much uh, as you desire. And so you have to really, like, really pay attention to all the elements, you know, you can't just say, yeah. oh, well, this is recyclable, so I'm just going to use it, or this is cheaper, or whatever, whatever the reason is. And and unfortunately, we have so many layers of red tape to deal with in this industry that can, that can kind of get in the way, I think, uh, with some of that. But it's good that we have people like you out there paying attention to all of that and reporting on it, and letting us know. Um, so is there anything you would like to promote or do you have any calls to action before we end? No, I was just going to say, you know, um, if, if, if anyone's looking to make a product, whether it's to go on your skin or something you want to ingest, and, you know, we are, we are here to help and be a partner and to sort of share knowledge and, and get you on the right path and give you as much, um, of, as many tools as we can to make the process, uh, smooth and seamless and to get you the desired end result. So. Um, I think that's something that's very special about us as a company in general. And, you know, I'm happy to share the wealth, the knowledge with anyone who wants to ride the wave. That's awesome. 
Um, I really enjoyed talking to you today, and I'd love to have you back at any time. Um, until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.